Welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. Let's talk about self-sabotage. This is not a sexy topic, but it's a really, really important one because I see this in almost every single person I work with. I see it in myself. I see it in my business friends. It's so, so common, but often we're not even aware of it. Or if we are aware that we're self-sabotaging, we kind of just don't know what to do about it. And we kind of just embody it as a personality trait. Oh yeah, well, I self-sabotage. That's just who I am. And actually it doesn't need to be that way. So I'm going to go over the cause, the symptoms and the treatment. So like I said, with self-sabotage, you might not even know that you're doing it, but effectively what you're doing is setting yourself up to fail. Now, the irony is that self-sabotage often occurs when we're trying to protect ourselves. So we're trying to stop ourselves from failing. So we behave in a certain way, we self-sabotage, and then actually we set ourselves up to fail. So what we're trying to do doesn't actually work. It doesn't actually do what we want it to. But it's really difficult to break the behaviors because they just become automatic. They just, like I said, they become part of us. It just becomes a bit of a personality trait that, oh yeah, I tend to self-sabotage. That's just, that's just what I'm like. And rather than actually look at the root of that and try and tackle it, we just kind of get on with life and just carry it with us. So there are lots of different ways that self-sabotage might show up in your life. So lots of different symptoms. And it will be different for everybody. So you might listen to these symptoms and you might think that is that is just me in a nutshell. I'm all of those. You might have one of these symptoms and not the others. You might have some of them at certain times of your life and some of them at others. It really does depend person to person. But some of the things that you might have are procrastination. So you might put things off until the last minute. And then what happens is you end up really stressed, really overwhelmed. You don't have enough time to do things. Perhaps you then end up letting people down. You are late on deadlines. Perhaps you back out last minute because you don't have enough time to do the things you wanted to do. You've done that to yourself because you've procrastinated it. You might find that you have an inner critic all of the time. You might feel like you've got this little voice in your head that says, you can't do that. You're not worthy of that. What if this happens? You might avoid risk altogether. So you might tend to stay where you are even though you're not 100% happy, because that's more comfortable than risking trying something new. So you kind of have this risk aversion. You might try to control situations. So you might call yourself a control freak, for example, but that might come down to the fact that you're trying to control things so that you can self-sabotage. Because when things are out of your control, you can't self-sabotage anymore because it's not all on you. You might try to fix others. And in business, this is one I see all the time, that you end up working with clients who can't necessarily pay your rates. They can't necessarily invest in you long term, but they have a problem and you want to help them. You want to try and fix it for them. So you end up making these emotional decisions rather than thinking about it from a business point of view. So somebody might say, um, I'm having a really hard time at the moment. Um, you know, my kids are at home with me. I'm struggling to do everything. 
but I can't pay your rates. And you end up saying yes. From a business standpoint, doesn't make any sense. But you've got this kind of emotional involvement and you want to try and fix people. So you end up saying yes when you should say no. And you might also find yourself stopping, like completely grinding into a hole, not moving forwards and kind of sitting there with the amount of clients you've got perhaps and not doing anything to move forwards, even though you want to, because it's that fear of, yeah, but what if, or what happens when? So in terms of treatment, which I guess is probably the thing that you want to know, firstly, what I'll say is it's super normal to self-sabotage and every single person will self-sabotage in some way, to some degree, at some point. The point where something needs to happen or something needs to change is if that behavior is recurring, if it's persistent, if it's coming up for you regularly and you feel like it's causing you problems and holding you back, that's when you need to think, actually, this is something I need to look at. I can't just keep ignoring this because it's almost like you're fighting yourself. And if you go through life like that, it's going to be exhausting. It's going to be difficult. You're going to miss out on lots of opportunities. So it's better to deal with it right now. So firstly, have a look at what your triggers are. So which of the symptoms I've just mentioned do you feel like you encounter and when do they occur? So is it that it's with a particular client that those feelings come up? Is it when you're carrying out a particular type of work? Is it when you've had a bad day that those feelings tend to come up? Is it when you try and do work in the mornings? It will be completely different for every single one of you. But until you figure out where those behaviors start to happen, you can't get to the bottom of what's causing it. So really figure out what those triggers are. Next, you wanna look at whether the things that you are thinking are actually rational or are they irrational? So let's say, for example, you work with a particular client and whenever you're doing work for them, you think, I'm not capable. I'm not good enough. I'm gonna let this person down. This isn't gonna be up to the standard that they want. Write those thoughts down in the moment. So when they're coming to you, write them all down, do a bit of a brain dump, write down anything that's in your head in that moment. Later on, when you've got chance and you've kind of, you're in a different mindset, look at them with fresh eyes. Are they real? In hindsight, do they make sense? Or actually, are they completely irrational fears or irrational thoughts? And for each of those thoughts that you have, do you have evidence to back those up? Or actually, do you have evidence that goes against those thoughts? So for example, if one of your thoughts was, the client isn't going to be happy with this work, it's not good enough. Has that client ever told you they're not happy with your work or it's not good enough? Or on the flip side, has that client actually said that your work is great? And then look at how you can prove yourself wrong. So for example, if one of your thoughts is, I will never sign a client. And perhaps your self-sabotaging is that you believe that you'll never sign a client and therefore you don't go and look for any clients. You don't do any outreach because you don't believe you'll ever sign one. Now, if you don't ever try, you're proving yourself right. Not because you can't sign a client, but because you're not doing it. You're not going out there and doing it. It's not a can't, it's a won't. So think about how you can prove that wrong. The obvious thing you can do there to prove that thought wrong is to actually go and sign a client. Because when you've got a client, you can't any longer believe, I will never sign a client because you've done it, right? You've got evidence that suggests otherwise. So for each of the thoughts that you have, if they are irrational, have a look at what evidence you've got to prove yourself wrong. 
And if you haven't got any, think about how you can find some. And if you have thoughts that are really frequent, so if you have like a go-to negative thought, so perhaps it's I'm not good enough or um, I'm not clever enough or I'm not pretty enough, you know, any of those things that you feel are really frequent negative thoughts that are always there, have a look at positive affirmations. And now I know people tend to dismiss positive affirmations, but they really, really do work. There's been a lot of research that shows that they are really impactful. So maybe write a list on the left-hand side of a page of all those negative thoughts. On the right-hand side, write a positive affirmation that contradicts that. And then have that in front of you. You can make it cute if you want, you can make it on Canva, you can get it printed. When I did um, sales bootcamp earlier in the year, I got uh, little affirmation cards made for everybody and they were really cute, like pink paper with gold writing. You could do something like that if you want to, but the key is to have it in front of you so that the next time you do think of that negative thought, you pick up your bit of paper, you have a look at what your positive affirmation was and you tell yourself that positive affirmation. What will happen is that will become automatic. You will get to a point where you have that negative thought without even needing to look at your bit of paper. Your brain will tell yourself your positive affirmation. And that will become a natural behavior that will almost be like a habit. And what you'll find is that as soon as you have those negative thoughts, you will counteract them with your positive thought straight away. So hopefully that was useful and gave those of you who are struggling with self-sabotage a few um, tips and tricks to kind of improve it moving forward. I don't want to say get rid of it totally, because like I said, everyone self-sabotages at some point. A lot of the time, we're not even aware of it. So I don't think it's a case of getting rid of it and eliminating it completely, but it's a case of knowing how to handle it better so that when it does come along, when those behaviors do come up, you know how to deal with them so that you can go about your life and not let them hold you back. <laughs>